Sports Edition. This is the NFL we are talking about here. I'm with the baddest bitch in the game, Nick Provenzato. <laughs> That's what you lead in with? <laughs> <laughs> yep. The baddest, bi- baddest bitch in the game, my co-host. What's good? What's up, everybody? I'm so, so, so excited for the <laughs> NFL season. Uh, we want to get contact out to you guys as soon as possible. And why not start out with the, this great episode we got going on? We're going to talk about two developing NFL news stories. Not really developing, but have been in the news for a couple of weeks now, or last couple of weeks now. And, um, yeah, we're going to be talking about our NFL predictions. Uh, really excited. Big Bucks fan. Also with the big uh, Miami Dolphins fan. And, uh, you know, we're ready to jump right in. We're ready for the season. And let's just go. Let's dive right into it. Let's dive right into it. Before we do, make sure to follow the West Next Podcast on Instagram. Underscore West Next Podcast underscore is the Instagram handle. We are on the road to 1,000 followers. Also, you can find this episode on Apple Podcasts. All you have to do is search up West Next Podcast or search up the name Chanel Wilkins, C-H-A-N-N-E-L-L-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. That's my last name. Also, you can find this on rss.com. People don't fucking follow that shit. Don't fucking read that shit or do anything. So I'm going to continue promoting it. Watch it on rss.com. Well, thankfully, you all do check it out on Wisdom. So make sure to check it out on Wisdom as well. Those are the three avenues. The primary one is Apple Podcasts. Now, we have a couple Wilsons to talk about. Let's talk about the better Wilson. Russell Wilson got a huge contract extension. Nick, dive into that real quick, man. Yeah, so, uh, you know, on his original deal, um, Russell Wilson was, I think, signed on for at least two more years to his original deal with the Seattle Seahawks. Then, as we all know, that whole trade, which, you know, in a lot of cases could probably kind of be seen as the Herschel Walker trade of today's age. You know, trading a bunch of draft picks uh, and a bunch of players to really kind of secure what, in their minds, are the next piece to becoming the Super Bowl contender the fringe like AFC playoff contender, AFC like championship contender for the entire you know extension of his kind of career. So and his new career in Denver. So that's what happened. Uh, you know he he intended to play on his uh, two years contract, but there had been some talks in the offseason about extending him uh, past that date, which obviously would come with it. So now we finally do have an extension for Russell Wilson. So it is a five-year extension worth $245 million, including a $165 million guaranteed bonus. That is, uh, sorry, not bonus, but guaranteed money. So, you know, that is um, really, it's really something, um, you know, crazy to, you know, think about. I mean, I think uh, Adam Schefter was the first one to break it on ESPN. And I think they're the, uh, the GM of the Denver Broncos, George Patton, uh, that the team's goal was to sign Russell Wilson, like we said, onto a multi-year contract. That seems to have materialized. So, yeah. Uh, first reactions? What, what, what would you say about this whole thing? My first reaction is congratulations to Russell Wilson, first off, on the big payday for him. Uh, very well-deserved. I will say this. Um, not a big fan of doing long-term contracts for someone in their mid-30s. He is 34 years old. He is the second highest paid quarterback in the league right now. I think Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, sorry, the third actually, Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers um, beat him out as of right now. But I think he has won a Super Bowl. So, you know, you got the validation right there. And uh, they have a real good shot of winning it all, I think, this year, the Broncos do. So, uh, 
you know, respect, respect. I'm not sure exactly I would have done that contract, but hey, sometimes you got to, it's the NFL, so sometimes you got to overpay these players in order to keep them. So do what you got to do. Okay, I mean, for Russell Wilson, I mean, there's nothing really more I could really say about Russell. I mean, what can't you say about him? He's an amazing leader, amazing person on and off the field. Um, in my opinion, just off of skill set alone, he's kind of the Steve Young of our day and age. Of the real, I think Steve was really the first quarterback to take like athleticism, uh, mobility, agility, and accuracy at the quarterback position. And if you had to tell me who today was is the Steve Young of today, it would probably be Russell Wilson. He literally does everything kind of like Steve. He kind of like has one of the best passer ratings in the entire league. Insane, like I said, insanely mobile, insanely accurate. He kind of had to carry that Broncos, I mean, that not Broncos, the, the uh, Seattle Seahawks squad past the Legion of Boom era that was deteriorating with that entire team. Um, uh, from anybody who's been watching Seahawks football, which my apologies, but um, <laughs> his, uh, you know, the, the, you know, it, it just seems like that there was not really a lot of, you know, ways that to quote unquote let Russ cook in that offense. Because, you know, a lot of people uh, really want to point out that Pete Carroll's play calling is really kind of deteriorating. It's getting a little old and that, you know, it seems like it's a, it, they, like the offensive standpoint was kind of at the at the end for Pete and Russell and their marriage at the quarterback and head coach position. So, you know, good, good for Russ for getting to a new team. Great for Russ for extending this contract extension, for signing this contract extension. But I would like to add this. I do agree with you that it's a little weird you know, this extension kind of goes into, into um, you know, the latter half of his career. I think the extension kind of ends at, um, I believe, 2028. Yeah. That's when the contract ends. He'll be 39 at that point, right? He'll be 39, so this is pretty much his career the contract. last contract that he'll probably get if he decides to not be like Brady and not be an alien and play past 30, uh, 39. So, you know, uh, this is most likely his last contract. That being said, there is a, you know, a door of doubt about this. I'm not saying that Russell Wilson could ever not be Russell Wilson, but there is a chance that, you know, a superstar quarterback can just revert into a star or could revert into a normal quarterback or something like that. This is the NFL. Nothing is really known about the NFL. Like, no, there is not really one thing that keeps on happening. Every situation is different. I like to say that all the time. Like, people say that Trevor Lawrence is going to get better because, you know, he threw more interceptions in his first rookie season, just like Peyton Manning. No, folks, we've only seen one Peyton Manning. There's only one five-time NFL MVP who's taken four head coaches to the Super Bowl all those different times. Like, there's only one Peyton Manning. Like, That's they real. think that, oh, Baker Mayfield is the same height as Drew Brees. He'll be just like Drew Brees. No, there's only one Drew Brees. Sorry, but not sorry. There's only one Drew Brees. There is... There could be similarities, but no situation is ever the same. So who knows what will happen to, to Russell Wilson's health or his play down the line. We don't know that. It's a complete unknown. So really, if I, I mean, like, it's great that you signed him this much money. and Great for Russell. But, you know, from a team standpoint, I, I kind of would kind of wanted to have this contract kind of play out and see what you get for the next two years. Like, I kind of would want to see... Does this really make the Broncos as good as we think they are? Because, listen, Russell Wilson's great. Like I said, 100%. He's great. Amazing. He's also in probably the toughest division in football right now. 
Like, he's in a stacked AFC West where you could probably look at that at all those teams, Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs, and Broncos, and you could be like, yeah, all of them can make the playoffs. Or if not, one is going to come really close and not make it. Is that team the Broncos? Who knows? Are they gonna are, are they gonna stay the same? Are they gonna go to the go to the divisional round, pass that, go to the AFC, AFC championship, go Super Bowl? We don't know that yet. Season hasn't started yet. We can't just like say that Russell Wilson's fine with this team and it's a relatively new offensive system and you know like we can't just really like give the stamp of approval. Like yeah, I mean, would that be great for him? Yeah, obviously. Do I want to see him succeed? Yeah, I love Russell Wilson, but we don't know yet. And I feel like. You know, in some aspects, yeah, it was great because you know for sure that Russell Wilson's a superstar caliber quarterback, but at the same time, you don't exactly know how much of an edge this will give you in the division or in the NFL in general. So those are just my thoughts about it. And I agree on all your thoughts. Uh, But at the end of the day, when you have a guy like Russell Wilson, a guy that doesn't come around often, a guy who you know is going to be a professional, a guy who's a great leader, and more importantly, a guy who can produce on the field and make everyone around him better, you got to pay up. Even if you're overpaying for him a little bit, you still got to do it. You know? yeah, I, yeah, like I said, great that they paid him, but you know, I kind of want to see how the last years of his contract would have ended, and then maybe yeah. see how it, how it works, and then decide on the extension at that point at the end of his contract. I mean, I just feel like they might have like bundled themselves into a little bit of a jail cell here with you know how how like you know like a little tight space no really wiggle room now that they paid him all this and guaranteed him 165 million dollars so you know they kind of really put themselves into a corner but you know we'll see how it goes absolutely now let's talk about the other Wilson the one in our tri-state area the one that's associated with our university now AK, well, actually, your university now. I'm no oh, it's still yours. You're, you're, it's still, hey, it's still hey, yours. It's still, still, it's still, it's still my, it's still my town a little bit. Uh, the New York Jets star quarterback Zach Wilson, will he play Week One? Let's talk about it, Nick. All right, so Russell Wilson, we're done with him. Now we got to Zach Wilson, two Wilsons. It's crazy, but anyway, one's a little better. <laughs> yeah, one's a, one's a far better than the other one. But um, yeah, so Zach Wilson, uh, you know. Many of you who maybe have tuned out of Jets football in a while or haven't seen it yet, or you're not a Jets fan, like I said, I don't blame you. (laughs) But, um, you know, because Jets football. But anyway, uh, Russell Wilson was, I mean, Russell Wilson, Zach Wilson. God, why do you talk about Wilsons today? But anyway, he was playing a preseason game against the Eagles, the first preseason game of the year. He, I'm not going to lie, looked very bad in his first outing. He looked like he didn't learn a single thing. From from becoming his, uh, you know, eventually uh, like a one year vet now, and the first play he makes like a, a, a interception throw in between like two linebackers, so that wasn't good. Then the next drive he comes out on, and he 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 just like thinks like, oh yeah, I'm gonna run for this first down in a preseason game and hurt my body. So he uh, you know puts himself in harm's way, and I think that he injured something of his knee that was like that was like when my first uh you know kind of like reactions watching it and i could just feel jess nation nation including uh you know the the famous rich eisen being like oh my god please please jess nation let it not be the acl let him let him think because that's basically that's basically his season right there the, the season is kind of hinging on the possibility that the quarterback will play or will not play uh, you know, the rest of the year. Whether or not that may that makes the Jets, like, a good football team or not is 
way far out there. But I mean, like, just the fact that you know Russell, that nah, Russell, Zach Wilson is go is you know could have been done for the year. Jets Nation kind of like you know had almost had a heart attack at that point. But anyway, you know we got some updates about about um Zach Wilson's uh, condition after that uh, after that uh, preseason game. Uh, he worked out for the first time recently since August 16th, and August 16th is when he had arthroscopic knee surgery, which I guess was to clean up whatever happened in his knee. I forgot the exact name. A meniscus injury, tear, I think it was. Yeah, meniscus tear. There we go. Yeah, that was the what, what it was cleaning up. So um, I, I think Salah said that there was a there's a, it that said there was a, it's possible that Wilson could start Sunday against the Baltimore Ravens. He said this, and uh, ESPN picked up on it. I mean, realistically, they're gonna wait till you know see if he could if he can fully heal that knee up. I wouldn't really want to rush my starter back in there, but no, you know, this is kind of setting up on an alternate path. This is setting up uh, Joe Flacco to face his former team, the Ravens. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's that's fun, right? And people really care about Joe anymore, probably not. But you know, no. it's um, it's a it's a thing now. Um, Sala, I'm reading the ESPN article. Sala said. Looked good, felt good. Uh, Salah said of one of uh, said in one of uh, Wilson's workouts. We're gonna see how the knee responds today and tomorrow, and we'll have an answer for everybody on Wednesday. Um, he says that Monday's practice was close to the media. Wilson was expected to miss two, two to four weeks. Sources said that at the time of the injury, Tuesday marks the three weeks from the surgery. But the Jets have emphasized that Wilson won't play until he's a hundred percent. So, <coughs> excuse me, but uh, I don't think that you know. As, as much as I don't like to say this, and I don't like to give teams chances, I mean, it's the New York Jets. I mean, Wilson was going to play with a meteoric to really bad roster anyway. And, you know, uh, you know, there's some studs uh, on the Jets, you know, like Makai Becton, the left tackle. And, you know, they're, they're well, he's, well, he's out. He's, he's actually out. He's not. Oh, yeah, he's out. Yeah, he's out now. But, I mean, I'm just saying that he, he, was, he was a stud, you know, when he was, yeah, when he was yeah. playing. Uh, Corey Davis is on the Jets now. You know, they mm-hmm. they they uh, didn't they also get a uh, Sauce Gardner? Yeah, they and st- they still have Clayton Williams. They have a uh, C.J. Mosley. He's a stud. Lamarcus. Yeah, Jones, I mean they've got player. some they've got some pieces, but well, it's really not. Yeah, it's really not enough to get around this division that seems like it's trending on the upwards for one of the teams, uh, your team. A little spoiler for what's going to happen later. But, um, yeah, it just seems like this team is uh, – other teams in the division are turning upward, and the Jets continue to be at this stagnant four-win team, and that doesn't really look good for them anyway. And the fact that they're losing their star quarterback for potentially a couple more weeks doesn't look good for them. And I feel like, really, the size and scope of this injury is really just going to accelerate the process to see if Zach is really going to be there after this year. I mean – like I said, he's playing for the Jets. The Jets have a curse where they can't find the quarterback. The first, the last good quarterback they had was Joe Namath. That's what everybody says, even though Joe Namath sucked. But, you know, it's whatever. I mean, he really just got in the Hall of Fame because he's Ric Flair. But anyway, um, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, he's just Ric Flair. But I uh, just had that swagger. said he, like, did a bunch of women and everything. Or he just slept with a bunch of women. That, that was really what he was just entertaining. That was it. He had, like, 50 more interceptions and touchdowns. But, um, yeah, that's... um. What's happening with the Jets? Zach Wilson, we'll see what, uh, his updates. But, you know, Jets fans, don't hold your breath. It's probably going to be a long season for you anyway. And like I said, I'm sorry you have to watch Jets football. 
Yeah, unfortunately, you do have to watch Jets football, and uh, I understand wanting to get him back because I think he is the he gives the Jets the best chance to win at quarterback. I think he is better than Joe Flacco right now, but uh, I kind of want to see Joe Flacco face the Ravens. You know, John Harbaugh is still the coach there, so he knows a little bit about what John Harbaugh likes to do and everything. I don't think Joe Flacco is awful. I mean, at the end of the day, he is a Super Bowl winning quarterback, so that kind of says something. Um, regardless of how much help he had on the defense and the whole, you know, stadium lights shut down and all, you know, but that's beside the point, right? Yeah, that's Uh, beside the point. So, but I kind of think, you know, rest Zach Wilson this week and, you know, let Joe Flacco see, let Joe Flacco be a vet, see if he can pull it off. I think they, I think they'll let, I think they'll trust Joe um, Flacco on this one and, you know, he'll be ready for week two, 100% healthy. No worries. I think so too. All right, let's get to the main event of this show. We have the record predictions, the standing predictions, NFL Week 1 season predictions right here for all of you. So, let's dive into the standings and where we think all these wonderful teams will land in their respective divisions. So, let's start with the AFC. Actually, you want let's flip. Let's flip a battery here. Let's flip a battery here. Let's let's do. Wait, hold on. Let's do. Um, you want to do it like how we'll do like the AFC, and then like we'll do one division, and then after that you say your division, like like your division of the division. Like we'll do like AFC East, and then you do the AFC East predictions. That'd be pretty cool, right? We'll do that. Okay. I think that's cool. I think our listeners would think that's pretty cool. I think they will. Whatever I tell them is cool, they'll think it's cool. Not playing. <laughs> uh, so AFC East predictions. Who do I have um, in the standings? So obviously, I think the Bills are going to be the best team in the AFC East. I don't think I even have to really explain that one. I think they are the most talented roster overall in the NFL. I think they have pretty much no weak spots necessarily. So I think they easily win that division. Then I have the Dolphins. Uh, then I have the Patriots, then I have the Jets. Now you're probably thinking maybe the Pats are a little bit better than the Dolphins right now. They got the you know more experienced coach. They have the better quarterback, even in my opinion. And uh, you know maybe you make some arguments about the defense, whatever. Well, first off, I disagree. I think the Dolphins have the better defense. I think the Dolphins are more talented. I think their schedule's a bit easier. And uh, I think they will gel very well. I think Tua can have a Tua can have a very very good season this year, and I'm rolling with the Dolphins as my number two. And obviously the Jets are last, but you all knew that. Um, so I literally have the exact same rankings for the AFC East. Woo! Uh, I think uh, it's pretty easy that the Bills. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Bills are probably one of the bigger Super Bowl picks this year. And for a good reason. They're the favorites right now. Plus, plus 600. They, sh- they should be the betting favorites because they're that damn good. The Bills yeah. are spearheaded by, an am- uh, I wouldn't say an amazing defense, but they are going to get better at defense now this year. As long as they don't run into the Chiefs, they'll be fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, or, or, you know, your, your, your boy your boy Tyreek now running up and down mm. the field on them. But, uh, you know, yeah, you, you, you'll, we'll see, we'll see uh, how they go. I think Josh Allen's a, a fucking stud. I yeah. think that he is a top six quarterback in the entire league, um, yeah. like easily. Uh, he is going to like his superstardom and the way that this team is going to probably like like 
this team is going to pound you into submission with all of their like all, all of their bodies, all of their um like the the manpower that they have, all the um it just seems like they have a, a really good you know like sense of uh, defensive and offensive scheme calling. Um, they want to get their ball players in like the best positions to make plays. Well, Gabriel Davis pause. is going to Wabin. Go on, pause. <laughs> okay, I know what you were saying. I know, I know, I know what you were meant, but I, I'm. Trying I know, to what, I know, I know. Someone else who's watching this was like, Hold I know, up, I Nick, know. pause. But there's Go literally on. a chem in in Madden called Pound the Rock, so I can't even listen. Listen, all right. I'm not trying to be sus here, all right? Listen. Anyway, Ross the, big, I, I think I think dude, dude, come on, Gabriel Davis <laughs> and Stefan Diggs, like. I think Gabe. I think Gabriel Davis is gonna pop off the the this uh the season. I have him on my I, fantasy team actually. He's my number one receiver. Exactly, bro. Because Stefan is gonna get a lot of looks, which means Gabriel Davis is gonna be the guy who's gonna get multiple receptions because all the attraction is gonna go to Diggs. So number two receivers, by the way, fantasy number two receivers are a must. Like don't no, number ones are pretty good, but number twos get all the action. Ask yeah, me right. and ask me and how I draft my boy Chris Godwin. Look how he did. So uh, you know, it, the Bills easily. Dolphins, um, they just are too talented right now to really say that they're going to be, like, uh, third in the East. Like, they're, they're just, they're just wait, they just have a lot of talent. Tyreek Hill and Tua are, I think they're going to be a really good combo this year. I think Tyreek's doing the right thing by having up his QB. He has a better line now around him. He's got the fastest wide receiving core in all of NFL history. Damn right. Tua's gonna. Tua's gonna. I think this is a year where Tua lifts off. Now, just because he lifts off, does that mean Tua's gonna be the starting quarterback for Miami? I don't know because Miami could easily trade up and draft his replacement. However, I do think this is an elevation year for Tua, regardless of where he is next season. I think Tua's gonna be good this season, and I think that uh, what, what's uh, what's uh, your head coach's name? Uh, love that Mike guy. Mike McDaniel's. Mike McDaniel's, bro. Mike McDaniel's just so funny, and he just knows football. And, like, he, you're going to see his offensive firepower coming into the season right away. Trust me, you will. Patriots have done literally nothing in the draft and nothing in free agency. I don't understand how anyone can really look at the Patriots and be like, yeah, well, you know, they're going to be a playoff team. No, they're, they're, I don't think so. I honestly I don't, don't think, think so. so. Unless you're from Boston and you like to drink your own Kool-Aid, I don't think that this is going to really be a good team or maybe a decent team at best. Um, and also Matt Patricia and I think Joe Judge are fighting over who does the play calling. Yeah. So you got the guy who destroyed the Lions and you guys the guy who destroyed the uh, the Giants. So, uh, you know, pick your poison. None of them are named Bill Walsh, so we don't know how good they'll do. Uh, and the Jets are the Jets. So there we go. I think that they're probably competing with one of the two. I think the Jets are probably competing to be one of the worst teams in football. I don't think they ultimately are, but you're right. They're competing for it. You never know. Yeah. Now, next. But if you ask, Kane, if you ask Kane, they're gonna win the Super Bowl this year. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Ask Ask Lamont Repolette. He's gonna say the Jets are gonna win the Super Bowl this year. Every year, won. every year he'll do every, that. Now. Every year, obviously, yeah. Now, AFC West. This is the toughest division to call for me. This was really hard for me to decide, and I'm still not a hundred percent confident in my choice. But here it goes. I'm going to say the Chiefs ultimately still win the division. I'm going to say they ultimately still win the division. Then I'm going to roll with the Chargers. Then I'm going to go with the Broncos. And then I'm going to go with the Raiders. But this is extremely tough. 
I think you can go any way with this division. It is that stacked. It is that tough. I think all the fact that Derek Carr is actually, yeah, the fact that Derek Carr is the worst quarterback in that division says a lot because Derek Carr is really fucking good. But ultimately, I think that's kind of how I have it. And I'm honestly changing my mind in my head right now about the division. So, Nick, what's your prediction there? Changing your mind already, man. Damn. I already kind of yeah. locked in. I'm just going to win. Dude, the Chargers are going to win this division. Come on. Come on now. I'm that in like, my head, man. Let me tell okay. you. Let me, let me tell you. Right, now, let me tell you. For reference, all the listeners right now. Yes, he's right. There's any way you go in this division. You can even go Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers. I will all say they're, they're good answers. However, I'm going to say that the Chargers win this division. Dude, they got they. – you got to see. Justin Herbert is – you know, I, I talked about I, I talked about about um, top six quarterbacks. This is who I think the top six quarterbacks in no order: Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, and I'm missing one. Who am I missing? <laughs> I'm missing one, but I I, I feel like Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes. There we go. Sorry, wow. I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting caught up I'm getting caught up in how good Her- Herbert and Burrow is because they're just ascending. They um, are those guys. They are they're, they're, they're the men. So I'm sorry, Patrick. I still love you, but, you know, I'm sorry I left you out. But anyway, nonetheless, the Chargers are taking this division. Uh, they got J.C. Jackson they signed in the offseason. They have Khalil Mack now, which means that Khalil Mack and Joe, Joey Bosa are going to be rushing the passer now. That's, that's scary. Uh, that's uh, scary for anybody because uh, I know Khalil Mack is way past his prime, but a Khalil Mack, in any sense of the word, is going to be a problem for your offensive line and your tackles. No doubt about that. Justin Herbert, like I said, is top six quarterback, in my opinion. He's going to show everybody, I think, that he is capable about winning uh, winning games. Um, I think Brandon Staley will stop doing dumb plays on fourth down, and I think he'll stop uh, learn from that, and I think he'll, he'll uh, ultimately – Stop being stupid in those decisions and you know lead his team, but you know, uh, we can hope. Chargers, are, Chargers are winning this. Chargers are winning this. Anyway, I don't want to spend too many time. The Raiders are coming second. The Raiders have. Wow. Raiders are coming second now. Now, Rich Eisen, Rich Eisen will tell you on his on his on his own podcast. He'll be like, "Oh, the Raiders are winning the division." I think the Raiders are good. I just don't think they that, are. I, I just don't think that. that uh, now you might say, "Oh, what about the Chiefs? The Chiefs, you know, they got to be there, right?" But. Um, Sorry, not really. I, I mean, I do think the Chiefs have a chance to fight for second. I just don't think they're going to be first. Um, Mahomes lost probably his best receiver he's ever had in his career so far. And um, he has Kelsey, who is getting older. Uh, they signed Ronald Jones, who literally, I watched him in Tampa. He was Mr. 2.5 yards of carry, so good luck with that. Um, they also signed Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who was literally a guy who was... Basically, Aaron Rodgers' project that just became relevant because of him. He's only really good as a slot receiver. You still have Demarcus Robinson, who I will always be upset about for dropping two touchdown passes in the end zone. That could have won 100 bucks, but that's besides the point. Um, and he just has like he just has a bunch of you know if ands or what's to work with on on the receiving end. Meanwhile, the Raiders have Derek Hart, good quarterback. Darren Waller, awesome. He's got Devontae Adams. Awesome. He's got Hunter Renfro, good, and Josh Jacobs. Don't don't sleep on him. He's still a very good back in the league. Uh, and you know Max Crosby on the other end, he'll he'll get his due. And you know this defense, not not really that good. But you look at the other side, the Chiefs. Chiefs haven't haven't had a good defense either, really. I mean, they never really had a top 
either 20 defense since they've really been in contention with Super Bowls. The only reason that why they've been in contention with Super Bowls is Patrick Mahomes and and Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill and the man calling the shots, Andy Reid. But, I mean, I just don't think – I think when you match the firepower with the Raiders and the Chiefs, I think the, the Raiders come out top. The Chiefs come in third because I have to respect Patrick Mahomes and what he's what he's been through. He's amazing. Patrick Mahomes is already a Hall of Fame quarterback in my standards. He's already in because he's just that damn good. And then you got the Broncos. I just don't think that I think the Broncos would be a good a good team. I just don't know if they're gonna be a playoff team. And I don't think that they have the means to do it. They lost Tim Patrick for the year. It's a new offense for Russell Wilson. Who knows if they'll get it going by the first couple weeks and have their identity going. This Jerry Judy and uh, Cortland Sutton are still good, but who knows how well they'll mesh with Russ and how good this offense could really be. We don't know about the running back position, too. So, there we go. I don't really think that the Broncos really have a good shot in the division, so that's just my opinion. Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs, and Broncos. That is incredibly interesting. Now, I don't disagree with the Chargers uh, winning that division. That is a very good first choice, and you actually might have me convinced because their defense is a little bit better. But... I will say this. I think coaching matters a lot. I think consistent coaching, consistent play calling. I think um, established leadership matters. And uh, I think that gives them the edge. Uh, Yeah. And I'm a little surprised about the Broncos kind of being the fourth, but I get it. I can I can hear what I can hear what you're saying. You can get it though, right? Yeah, you can get it. Yeah, yeah. This division is so stacked. I'm not surprised by almost any prediction that you have there's a scenario where the broncos are first i'm just saying that i just think it's gonna be a tough road for them it is gonna be a tough road now the afc north here's how i have the afc north this is a lot easier than the um west but i think it's still pretty difficult so I, i have the Bengals number one i have the steelers two the ravens three and the browns four what do you have nick i'm curious wait say that one more time i had the Bengals one I have the Steelers two, I have the Ravens three, and I have the Browns at four. Interesting that you went with the uh, the Steelers at second. It's literally the same. I have the same list except the Bengals are one, the Ravens are two, the Steelers mm-hmm. are three, and the Browns are four. The reason why, I mean, there's nothing really to say about this division really for me. Bengals Joe Burrow took this team with a horrible offensive line. Great receiving core, by the way. Tyler Boyd, oh, T. Yeah. Higgins, and Jamar Chase are probably the three-headed monster that will probably take over this league. Don't Back. sleep on any of those boys. Um, and Joe Burrow took this line who had no business being in the in the in the in the Super Bowl and took them all the way there. Didn't win because once again that line didn't hold up against Aaron Donald. And one second sooner he would have saw Jamar Chase burn Jalen Ramsey. Jamar would have took it to the house and they would have won. But uh, that was just one play away from winning with this bad offensive line. And now that they've got some people on this whole line that can really help out Joe, sky's the limit for this team. Sky's the limit. Honestly, it's just going to depend on their defense. Now, the Ravens had a lot of people banged up in the offseason, including Lamar, including Lamar being not 100% healthy. And this team is going to be better defensively than they were last season. They're going to get a lot of pieces back. Marlon Humphrey's going to be back, and you know he's going to do his thing. Lamar Jackson's going to be back. How effective he is going to be is a different, you know, story for me. Um, but, you know, as a passer, if he can get it done, that's always been the question with Lamar. If he can get it done as a passer, he's going to get this done in this division. However, I don't think he'll have to worry too much about the other opponents in this division. Steelers and the Browns. Um, Steelers come in third for me because 
the limitations and the unknown of the quarterback position. We don't know about Kenny Pickett. I'm assuming he's very good. Be, excuse me, because Tomlin didn't really announce who the starter really would be later in the season, or if Mitchell securely has a spot on the as the starting QB, like really secure hold on it. He never really commented about that. Um, I think they're going to start out a couple games with Mitchell. I think Kenny will probably take the job mid-season. That's probably my prediction. But Steelers should be good enough to win you a lot of games. And Trubisky, his whole career has been working with the great defense of the the, of the Bears and used it to be athletic enough to get wins out of that team. So he's fine as a as a as a like a placeholder. So yeah, like like a placeholder, a game manager. Uh, but then we, then, you know, the Browns are obviously the last place team. 11 yeah, game suspension for, for Deshaun Watson. Uh, yeah. Not going to work out for you. Regardless of how you think about him off the field, on the field, he's a stud. And he is going to, you know, he's going to produce when he with the Browns. But he did not look good in that playoff game either. I mean, that, sorry, the preseason game either. So he is, so, you know, uh, I don't really have a lot of confidence in his ability to get back ready if this team is like a seven-win team by that point, and potentially he can put them over the edge. I don't have a lot of confidence in him coming back and doing that because of all the rust outside of all the, you know, like the, the other stuff outside of that. So, and, you know, I don't think this team is as talented Browns roster as we've seen in the past. So I think, yeah, I think other than that year list, I think the Ravens are going to come back stronger, going to come back to be in second place. They won't be back at first because the real quarterback of this division is going to take it. I, I agree with you on this sense. Um, on paper, you would probably think the Ravens would be the better team. I think my concern is Lamar Jackson's health and the contract. I'm not sure if he will be able to play um, enough times for them to win. And that offense run through Lamar Jackson. I think a lot of people um, underrate Mitchell Trubisky. I think he is still a solid quarterback. Uh, I think he has, I think Johnson Claypool and the receiving core and having Najee Harris at the back, you can throw in the backfield too. I think he can. I think he'll do really well. Slightly concerned about the O line, but I think that's their only huge weakness. You know, I think their defense is very good. I think T.J. Watt's really good. I think Cam Hayward's really good. Uh, I like their secondary a lot with Mika Fitzpatrick and uh, you know those guys over there. So I'm a little more confident in the Steelers than a lot of people are. Okay. I mean, the Steelers are a good pick uh, to be second, but I just don't think... I think the limitations on, on the quarterback side might go one way or the other. People will have different opinions about that. We obviously have different opinions about that, but we'll see how, what happens in the season. Alright, and to wrap up the AFC, we're going to talk about the AFC South. Thankfully, this is a little easier to predict. I'm pretty sure you'll agree with me on this one, Nick. So, I have the Colts at number one. I have the Jaguars at number two. I had the Titans at three and the Texans at four. I honestly was debating putting the Jags at two. I have Colts, Titans, Jags, and Texans, but I, they t- Jags made some really good free agent moves. I, agree, I don't yeah. think Christian Kirk should be paid that much, but he is a he. I think he's a pretty good receiver. Um, I will say, and he, they don't have Urban Meyer, which obviously gives this team at Helps least three more wins. <laughs> yeah. Um, that being said, I I don't know if. Trevor Lawrence is going to get the coaching, the real coaching that he needs from Doug Peterson. I don't know if he's, I know Doug Peterson's a fine coach. I just don't know if he's the answer in Jacksonville. Um, You know, it was a little weird position that he was with the Eagles, but you know, that all happened. It's gone. It's 
out of people's memories now. We need to move on to bigger and better better things. So, um, yeah, I just think that uh, the Jags could be a sleeper team, 100%. But I just think that Vrabel and the Titans, I just think that he's coached this team up really good and set a standard really good that you can't really... Now, don't get me wrong. They've, they've taken a step back, and I don't have the Titans in my playoff picture for the AFC, uh, for the AFC at all. But I don't think that they're, that they're going to be as bad as third in their division. They might. But in my opinion, I just don't see that happening. People need to stop thinking that Ryan Tannehill is a bad quarterback and that Malik is so much better than him. Uh, Malik is wowing people, and that's great. He should do that. But, but like, this dude came into the Titans, and then he had, like, 30... He had 22 touchdowns his first season, and then he had... And six interceptions. Then he had 37 and, like, seven interceptions his next season. I don't know exactly... It was 37 or, and six, I think, or something. Tannehill has been popping off as the Titans. Last year was really his only bad down year for the Texans. Now, uh, Titans, I mean, a, a lot of that is because um, that Henry, had, Titans, yeah, yeah. Henry, Henry had some thing, issues. But, you know, when he has him, he is one of the better quarterbacks in the league. It's, it's, it's obvious. I, I mean, like, he's not, like, top 10, but he can surely win you games when he has a running game. Like, that's kind of where Ryan Tannehill is. He's kind of like Cousins. Like, he will win you games if you give him the right stuff and right stuff around him. Um, I I don't know if a third-round quarterback who hasn't really been in the league yet and, who and you know, who's and Tannehill, who's been in the league for a number of years and has done well in the league for a number of years, I just don't yes. think that Malik gives you a better chance. So, sorry, Titans fans, he's not ready. I don't know if he'll ever be the starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans, but Tannehill has a spot. You guys need to hop off his dick and call him a bad quarterback because he's really not. You guys are just inemotional because you guys lost the playoff game. I'm sorry about that, but stop getting in your feelings. Like, it's, it's just true. Like, Tannehill's a good quarterback. Stop crying. Like, it's it's, it's, it's the truth. Like, Spoken like the a Jack- true Bucks fan. What happened? Spoken like a true Bucks fan right here. I mean, yeah. I mean, stop <laughs> crying. Brady's our quarterback. We're going to do good. Shut up. Like, like I, anyway. Um, then we had the Jags. Super team could be second. Then the Texans. I love Davis Mills, but Davis doesn't have anything to work with other than Brandon Cooks down there. So, sorry for Brandon Cooks and, and Davis Mills for being sent to hell, but you guys are in hell right now, and you guys have to try to get out. So, that, that's all I got to say about the division. Yeah. Uh, my reason for picking the Jags second, I, I just kind of see, like, different tra- trajectories for the Titans and the Jags. I think the Jags are getting better. And the Titans are getting a little are getting worse right now. I thought the AJ Brown trade in the draft was one of the stupidest draft trades I ever seen. I thought that was I thought that was really fucking stupid. But uh, you know, and also I believe in Tannehill, but I also think Tannehill is the guy who needs a lot of help, like you said. And now that he doesn't have that help, Derrick Henry's only getting older um, and getting more wear and tear on his body. You don't have AJ Brown anymore. That defense is a little worse right now. I just don't see it right now. I just don't see the Titans being a really good team this year yeah, they'll, they'll be solid like i said i don't think they're gonna they're gonna get into the playoffs but i think that they're a fine team i think they're decent at least they're decent all right let's get to the nfc now the end should we start with the nfc east or should we save that for the at the end yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go how we did i like that east west north well, actually we'll we'll do what we'll, you want to start out with the easiest division probably the easiest one to cover which is probably mine not to gloat but it is mine <laughs> All right, let's start it off, Nick. All right, we got the NFC South. Um, pretty sure y'all know how this is going to go here. 
uh, Tom Brady and those boys that can Tampa back for that one last ride. You know what I'm saying? He's going to take that division. Uh, probably going to do it easily, in my opinion. This is probably the easiest year that they could take the division. Uh, no discredit to Baker or or to Jameis and the boys and the Saints, but you guys don't have, uh, you know, your head coach Sean Payton anymore. There's clearly a deterioration uh, in, the, in the Saints right now. So I just don't see them, you know, becoming a contender that could fight for the division. I just I just don't think it's there anymore, especially without a play caller like Peyton defensively to throw Tom Brady off his A game, which he's done for like four games every single time Brady played Sean Payton. There's only one game that, that the Bucks are able to outsmart the Saints against Sean Payton, and that was the one that mattered the most, but you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Bucks win this division. I think they easily get like 12 wins. Um, I have the Panthers at second. I think the Panthers, the, people are really sleeping on this defense. This defense led by Brian Burns and all those boys are a real defensive threat. And they could surprise a lot of people this year, which how good they are. I think this offense is going to move a whole lot better with Baker Mayfield than Sam Darnold. I think Darnold heavily, heavily fucking uh, disrupted their offensive game flow. And I really hate how, how Rule was just like, oh, you know... Um, you know, Sam was really, really, uh, you know, in consideration for that starting quarterback job against Baker. Bullshit, bro. You don't trade all of those. You don't get Baker Mayfield and say that the quarterback position is a is a uh, open competition. These guys are also, Chanel, you know, this is crazy that both these guys went like one and three in their respective draft class. And now that they're they're on the same team together. Isn't that wild? That is like, wild. Yeah. So, I mean, like you wouldn't you wouldn't get the other first-round draft pick, quote-unquote, bust for the other first-round draft pick who is clearly a bust, Sam Darnold. So, I mean, Baker's a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. He's probably one of the top of that mid-quarterback tier list. He's probably at the top next to Jack Prescott and Kirk Cousins. If he has a team around him, he could do that. I think the Panthers are a decent enough team for him to show out his potential against these, against everybody else and the Browns. And I think he's going to kick the Browns' ass in the in in, the, in uh, their week one matchup. Uh, Saints, I don't think the Saints are going to be a very good team, not going to lie. I've seen Jameis Winston play, people. He uh, There's a reason why we got rid of him. And there's a reason why as soon as we got rid of him, we went to the playoffs and we won the Super Bowl. Uh, he's very limited in his throwing motion in his arm. If he can get all that ready... I think Jameis can do it, but in my opinion, I've always loved Jameis and I always believed in him, but he can never do it. That's the always the problem I've had with him. And this offensive team, I mean, Alvin Kamara and you know slant drama queen over here, Michael Thomas. I mean, I just don't see it <laughs> happening. Sorry, I'm shit talking a lot, but this is my division, so I mean, I feel like I'm inclined to. And don't the Falcons. Worry. And the Falcons, uh, probably the worst fan base in my division, uh, and um, rightfully so. They uh, they suck. And because um, uh, I have a lot of Saints fans. Uh, as my friends, uh, they're also really cool. I should talk to them a lot, but they're really cool. Falcons fans are just annoying, uh, and they suck. And you guys also have uh, Marcus uh, Mariota quarterback. I mean, Mar- Mariota, I love Mariota, but he's not going to do anything with this depleted roster. Let's be honest. Uh, Calvin really got a uh, one-year suspension from betting on himself, and the only really saving grace you guys really have is Kyle Pitts, who is a tight end. So, good luck with that. This division's a mess. I don't know if we're going to win the Super Bowl. But we're definitely gonna kick everybody's ass in this division. So, Bucks, Panthers, Saints, Falcons, easily rounding it, rounding that out. All right. So for me, I had the Falcons at one. <laughs> Shut the. <laughs> no, I, I, I so much. No, I agree with you. Uh, 
I got Tampa Bay easily wins this division. Uh, I actually do agree with you with the Panthers as well. I think they are number two. I think they're a very underrated team. I I, I actually like Baker Mayfield. I think he ha- I think Christian McCaffrey can have a bounce back season as well if he doesn't get injured. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. I think they have an underrated like receiving depth core. Um, their defense, like you said, young. Their studs. Their D line is going to go crazy. I think this year you're going to find out how tough their D line is. And then the Saints are at three. You know, I like Jameis, but I, I'm I'm just not confident in them anymore. I I really I'm really not. And I don't really know how exactly to explain it because they got they still got talented players, but I just don't. I just I think it's the head, I think it's the head coaching change. I think that's what's yeah. throwing everybody off. Yeah, yeah. There's just something about them. Like I, it, it could be the coaching change. Maybe it's their old. Maybe the fact that all their star players are getting a lot older and just slower to me. So I'm just not rocking with them. And then the Falcons. Come on. Easily, easily could be the worst team. Come maybe on. with the maybe with the Bears and the Seahawks at like the worst team in like the NFC. Yeah. So there you go, Tampa Bay. That's an easy. That's an easy choice. Now let's go something. Go with something that's an easy choice as well, but not as easy to me. NFC North. I got the Packers at one. I got the Vikings at two. I got the Bears at three, and the Lions at four. That was easy for me. Light okay, work. that's a little weird. You put the Bears at three because I have the Lions at three. Um, the Bears are gonna be fighting for one of the worst teams in football. You know. I don't know where you're getting the... Dude, Justin Fields is going to give you the exact production he's going to give you last year. You want to know why? Because this team doesn't have an offensive line. The dude is running in the backfield for the entire game. Like, I'm sorry. The Bears suck. They don't have any, like... They're easily... Okay, I didn't even rank them yet. Packers, Vikings, Lions, Bears. There you go. But the bug with the Bears. The Bears don't have an offensive line. We don't... Justin Fields are good in preseason, not going to lie, but... He doesn't have a receiving core, really. No, that he doesn't. Roquan Smith wants to leave. This whole team is deteriorating at the seams. Like, I just don't see... Who's their head coach? I don't even know who their head coach is. Who gives a shit? Uh, who gives a shit? Exactly. <laughs> so, you, who gives a shit? You said who gives a shit, so why should you give a shit? So, you should bump the Bears down to four. Listen, the Lions, a lot of their games last year, you saw it. They were in that. They were in those. They were in those games. That's fair. They were in those games. Yeah, that's fair. They have this dog mentality about them. I don't know what it is about them, but they're going to... I think they're they're at least a six-win team, if not a seven-eight-win team. The Lions could... This NFC East isn't as strong as it used to be, so the Lions could really shock people with some of the NFC wins that they get. Um, like I said, the Vikings, too, easy. I think this might be the year that Kirk kind of, like, takes a step. Maybe not as, maybe not as like, the... Uh, the, oh, he can really win in big games, but the, he can really air it out and stop being so conservative. And I think that really will... And now that they have Jalen Rager now, I mean, Jalen Rager is not that good, but he is still a three, I think. So yes. you add him with with, with, with uh, JJ yeah, and with Dillon, yeah. it's a pretty good receiving core right there, if you ask me. So, and like I said, um, I think that the Vikings defense will be honestly better with this, you know... This whole regime that's coming in, I think that this uh, will be a better step for them. Uh, and the Packers are one. I, I, I am really high on the Vikings this season, but unless someone shows me that they can outthrow the Kings of the North, the Green Bay Packers, I'm going to keep ranking the Packers at one. There we go. And I, I hear you and I agree with you on that. Now, NFC West. This is tough. 
So I'm going to say, and you're going to disagree with me here. I'm going to say the Rams are one, 49ers two, Cardinals three, Seahawks four. I'm not going to disagree with you one bit. That's like my exact rankings. Really? Okay. That's my exact rankings. Uh, the Niners are a really good team, and people should they are. really stop sleeping on them. They're still the same exact talented team that went to the Super Bowl and almost won it. They really People really need to stop with this whole notion that they're not as good, and they're going to be limited with Trey, with Trey Lance. Oh, stop it. Oh, stop it. Like, Trey Lance is good. They're going to find Trey Lance out. Is a good, and, and we don't know if he's going to be like great, great, but he has probably the best offensive guru that we've seen in a while, which is Kyle Shanahan. The other the other offensive guru is on the other side in the Rams, but we'll get on to that later. But Niners are a very good team. I think they're a playoff team. Um, Cardinals, I think, are taking a step down. I just don't see like them making the playoffs, honestly. I mean, they could at like the, the, the other wildcard teams, but... There's something about this team that I just don't think. I think that their that their players that they have are like past their prime, or they won't get as good looks um, that much. I mean, like JJ. I mean, they did lose Son Reddick. JJ Watt is there, but JJ is obviously significantly older, and he's going to be kind of used how Clay Matthews used to use after his time with the with the with the, uh, the Packers, which is a rotational piece. Now he's going to need that type of not, not going to need that type of exposure. I think Kyler is a little bit overrated that most people like to say that he is. I think that, you know, I see him run out the pocket, and I don't see him like to take a lot of hits. And that could be because of his size, but it also could be because he's not really, you know, into what he is trying to build at the Cardinals. I just don't have a lot of confidence in him down the line, you know, in big playoff games. And, you know, he did fold against... I will defend Kyler on this, though. He did fold against in the playoffs against the Rams, but his O-line did not help him one bit in that one. Not so, at all. I feel like he, he himself was about the money and getting that contract. I feel like his head is not really in the game. We've always had questions about about, about Cliff Kingsbury and his offense, so I don't I don't really think that it's going to do a whole lot here. Um, I just, I feel like we're in for another year where the Cardinals start off hot and deteriorate later. I think we're in for another one of those. And then the Seahawks are uh, I don't. I don't really know. I really. I really. Here's the thing. I really do like Drew Locke uh, as a quarterback. No, he's going to start. It's he's not even going to start because they're going to pick the guy who's been a backup for six years. So I don't. You know what I mean? Like at least you. You could try to see if you can get anything for Locke. But we know what Gino is. We know that Gino's a backup. Like you're not really. He's also the guy who doesn't pay his money back and gets punched in the face by old linemen. Oh yeah, I forgot about you that. Too. that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like, we know who Gino is at this point of his career. Like, he's 30 now. Like, we don't know if Drew was being held back by the Broncos' inept offensive coordinators or if, 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 uh, if um, you know, we, we, will, we will never probably know. I think that Drew is probably never going to get another shot as a starting QB again because the Seattle offense is not really that good anyway. He went from the Broncos with a bad head coach to – to, you know, um, I mean, they had good weapons, but a bad offensive play calling to the Seahawks with bad offensive play calling. So this is probably it for Drew because of that reason. I think he has immense talent, but, you know, the Seahawks also have people leaving left and right, and they have absolutely horrible on defense. So even if Drew does get the start, he's not going to go anywhere in this division. So, yeah, like I said, Rams, Niners, Cardinals, Seahawks, we agree on those choices. Yep. 
And we are going to wrap up here with the last division, the most popular division amongst where we are from. We are from the New Jersey area. But also, this is just one of the most popular divisions in the NFL because this is tri-state division. There's like a new division. There's a new division winner almost every year. Right. And the Cowboys are in it. And, you know, Cowboys fans are annoying. Cowboys fans, but there are a lot of them. So, you know, there's that. Now, speaking of my rankings, I have the Eagle that won. I have the Cowboys at two. And this is tough. This was hard. Uh, after, like, two through four was tough. Eagle that won. Cowboy that two. And I'm, cha- I'm, like, in my head changing. Okay. Commander that three. Giants at four. That's exactly my rankings. Um, but I'm, I'm be, hesitating. I'm hesitating. I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to be real with you. There was a... I, I watched a, I know... I, I, quote Rich, Rich Eisen a lot. He's probably my, my favorite show to watch now on YouTube, NFL show. Um, you guys should check him out if you have the time. He's awesome. But um, there was, he, he does a segment... He's like, not paying us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're welcome, because you're not paying us, and we did you a promotion, so... I'm not paying that, but he is... Well, he's a pretty good... But, I mean, he's been around forever. He doesn't need the promotions. But, yes, anyway... <laughs> anyway... Uh, he, um... You know, would you? Uh, what's more likely uh, on on his video, which was, who do you think will have a better? Who do you think will will, will have a better year? Um, what's more likely? Do you think Hurts will have a better year or Tua will? And honest to God, I'm going. I'm rolling with Jalen Hurts and I'm rolling with this Eagles squad because this Eagles squad is the most. Like, if Hurts doesn't put it together this year, he's gone. Like, he's right. gone. Same with Tua. I think. I think same with Tua. I think mm-hmm. both these boys, Bama quarterbacks, right, came yeah. into the draft limited like skill as people would say i think we're gonna both see how good they could really be this season because they both are on the most talented rosters jalen is on one of the best by far top five in my opinion in the league and dude this guy they've made some huge pieces on defense they retain a very deep like like uh you know a very deep front seven right now with cox and graham leading that charge and, I, and uh, the, the new uh, Georgia tackle that they drafted, I forgot his name, but that re- he really popped off in preseason. Uh, they have a new safety. They have they still have uh, Darius Slay, who was one of the best corners last season. Uh, on offense, Jesus, they've got A.J. Brown, 1K always open. Go follow him on Instagram. And they've got, uh, what's, it, what's it called? they got um, Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. And they've got Quez Watkins, who is a really good slot receiver. They've also got Dallas Goddard. I mean, this team is, like, they've also have a deep offensive line, which they keep on. The Eagles' farming system is really their offensive line. They have a very deep guard position. And they will keep building that throughout their entire, like, through this entire coaching that will keep building that so that Jalen keeps having this. And really the only question marks is with Jalen. And I think this is his step uh, to, you know, really – take this team a lot. And I think he will because he was a, one of the best running quarterbacks last year. And I think that he will develop as a thrower, having a lot, having a receiver like AJ Brown as a good one or two to literally give him a lot of these like contested catch and traffic options that are very hard throws to make that he can make because AJ Brown is AJ Brown and he's a very good receiver in this league. So no one's touching the Eagles. I'm giving the Cowboys second only because of, uh, only because of uh, Dak Prescott and I respect his abilities. Anything else, I don't think this team is ready. They've lost a lot of pieces. Uh, especially yeah, on the O-line. Especially on the O-line. I think Tyron Smith is out. He's gone, I think. Again, yep. Yeah, again. He's, he's out again. Um, Demarcus Lawrence needs to show up. 
He just needs to. Uh, Zeke uh, is not their best running back anymore. Uh, that's Tony Pollard. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Tony Pollard now. Like he, like he, Zeke. I think is averaging what, like four point something yards a carry now. He's not the what the contract is building up to be. Um, this team, uh, Leighton Vander Esch, and you know the other linebacker. I forgot his name, but he, he they're, they're, they're not very. Have been. They Mark haven't really been. The, be- well, the much better, the much better linebacker you forgot about. Uh, who is it? Who is Micah it? Micah Parsons. Yeah. No, no, no. Parsons is the edge rusher. I forgot the other one that they had. Oh, Anthony Barr. Could be Barr, but um, but I mean, like, um, yeah, Parsons is one of the best edge rushers in the league. Him and Dak, I think, are a big reason why I don't want to like put the Cowboys lower than two. Um, and big. I mean, Trevon Diggs. Don't uh, Trevon Diggs did let up a thousand yards last season, though. <laughs> I mean, he, I mean, his, his QB rating is good, but I mean, like, all those picks really don't matter if you're letting all these yards go by. So, I mean, you know, I mean, I think Terry Von Diggs is still fine. I just think he's a tad bit overrated. Anyway, besides that point, I mean, I, I still think this team is fine with their corners. They're fine corners. They're not really elite by any stretch of the imagination, and I think that. The Eagles, the Eagles' uh, wideouts are going to abuse these guys uh, come playtime. I think they're going to abuse them. Um, same thing with the Commanders and their absolute stud, Terry McLaurin. I think he was going to burn these boys, too. Um, and then um, Commanders, I mean, we'll see what Carson has left. It's not really much. This is probably his last starting quarterback gig, in my opinion. Yes. Um, he's not a good leader. He's far from his MVP form that he's had. He's far from it. He's he couldn't beat the Jags at the end of the season to get his team into the playoffs. Jim Mersey has been very very vocal about that the Carson Wentz experiment was a mistake. Um, this team has a very good defense. Um, Their defensive and, line is something crazy. It's something crazy. The Bama boys are here. Um, they like I think that this is a very good defensive team. However, I think that they're very limited on on their offensive end, and I just don't think that I'd really see them as higher than a seven-win team. They could get to that, maybe, but I don't really see them. And then we have the Giants. I have a strong feeling that Saquon might be traded by midseason. Um, I can see it. I also have a strong feeling that this is DJ's last run in, in a Giants uniform. Probably a last run as a starting quarterback. Just because, like I said, uh, I, I, I talked about this earlier in the podcast. No thing in football is ever the same. Guys, just because he looks like Pey- looks like Eli Manning doesn't mean he is Eli Manning. Um, that should have been obvious. So he's not he's not your savior. And right, I'm sorry, I love Eli, but he's also overrated too. He's not your 116 wins to 116 losses quarterback. He's not even 500. He's below 500 in his career, and we'll keep we'll keep doing that as long as and he'll keep your team under 500 as long as he is your quarterback. He's just you've seen flashes, and maybe. Maybe he can turn around this year. Maybe the GM was right. Maybe he was saying that, like, oh, um, like, we haven't given, we've given Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley a horrible chance to compete in, uh, in this division with this team. Maybe they were right. They haven't done enough to support them. However, I just don't think it's going to be enough to overcome all of the struggles on this team. Whether or not you think that, that DJ will have a good year or not, whether you think that Saquon will be revived or not, I just don't think it's enough to get out of the NFC East, even to the third spot. So that's my thing. Eagles, Cowboys, Commanders, Giants. 
And again, and it's tough because I'm actually uh, I actually like Daniel Jones. I be- I believe in him for real. Uh, I think he is an unbelievably athletic quarterback. I think he has flashes where he shows he's a quality quarterback. But ultimately, I'm gonna stay with my prediction, aka Nick's prediction as well. I'm gonna stick with Eagles, Cowboys, Commanders, and uh, the Giants. Now to wrap up this show, I just have. One question for you, Nick. Who do you think makes the playoff in the NFC and AFC? Your one through seven. Oh, easy, easy. I, I got I got this down. I'll start with the NFC because that seems a little bit easier. Rams, I think, take the, the, the one seed. Super Bowl, the Super Bowl champs have pretty much everybody back. Pretty good. Um, Bucks take the two because the Bucks uh, have the easiest division. I think even though I think that they might be a little bit underdeveloped in some areas of their team other than others they probably have a good enough divi- uh, record to end it three is the eagles because the eagles are going to be that damn good uh i think that the eagles have a stacked roster like i said i think hurts will get better i think this team will get better i think that their points for a really good playoff run Packers are at four i mean they came uh, they're, they're kind of falling off a little bit but they had some very good defensive draft picks they're only falling off by really like two three spots on like what they placed like last year in my opinion so they're really not they're still gonna win the north i mean they're gonna be a very good team i mean they're still gonna be a great team but they still have know, aaron Rodgers at the end still of have aaron Rodgers. as long as you still have aaron Rodgers, you're, you're like set but i mean like i think their defense will get better i think uh jair alexander will get better i think that this whole that this line will get better with kenny clark and the new guy that they drafted i think they'll be fine vikings i think are five like i said i'm very high on the vikings i, I think if the vikings are gonna be better all around offensive defensive cook is back jj's back kirk will do his thing kirk had a very good late year yet yet last year i think people are really sleeping on that too because when people want to hear the sexy name of quarterback they don't want to hear kirk cousins that's also one of the big reasons i think this defense will get better on this new coaching staff and i just think that the vikings are poised to really honestly fight for the division but i just don't think they'll win it um niners are at six i think that the niners are just a very good football team they're really stacked on 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 uh, both sides of the football, very good run game, very good D line, led by Nick Bosa. These guys are going to be in the trenches all the time, ready to kill you at the line of scrimmage. Um, and a, and a secondary that's very opportunistic with all their turnovers. So I think it's very good. The last choice, and I, I really said I, I'm going to be consistent because I said that the Cardinals wouldn't make it. So I'm going to be consistent, and I want to say that the Panthers are the last pick. I think wow. that the Panthers. I think that the Panthers could somehow find a way to. Uh, it, it was either between the Panthers or the Cowboys, and I just don't. I just think the Panthers are trending a little bit up, and the pa- and the Cowboys are trending a little bit down. I just think that that's just the way it is. And with this NFC East division, who knows if the Commanders or the Giants can rob some of the wins from the Cowboys? And we all know the NFC East. We all know how it has been for the last like 15 years. One team just comes out of nowhere, who you think is going to be like complete ass, and just takes a win from one of them. That's like real. so. That could happen, and I just don't think I just think that the Cowboys are on a downtrend. The only reason I give them a I give them a chance because of their depleting uh, defense and their O line is because of Dak Prescott. I also have another good quarterback on the other side named named Baker Mayfield, who is trying to make a name for himself, trying to show that he is not the immature asshole that everybody thinks he is. And really quick. Really quick, I think the Baker hate is really, really, really stupid. Like, yeah, he talks shit, but I mean, like, that's just what he does. If you were expecting anything less, then you don't watch football. 
Um, and also, like, he's probably the best quarterback the Browns have had in the last, like, 30 years. So, yeah. respect yeah, that. Respect, you guys yeah. need to respect that, 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 that he's done that. And just because he's not as good as Deshaun Watson doesn't mean that this That's boy... That's a hard ass, too. That's a yeah. hard ass. It's a yeah. hard ass to be... To be, it's yeah, a hard yeah. ass to be to be a superstar like that. So I mean, like, he's on a new team with 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 C Mac coming back. Hopefully for the Panthers fans, he's gonna be back healthy and not mm-hmm. this like you know like thing. Chuba Hubbard's still down there. Not Chuba Hubbard. Um, yeah, I think it's Chuba Hubbard. But um, you know, and as a as a dual running back too. Um, Brian Burns is gonna lead this gonna lead this team down over here and make a really really good defensive uh, stand. I just think that they're a good team that's trending up. Uh. But I would like a preference. Either one, I think it'd be good. You can even say the Panthers aren't going to make the playoffs. That's just your opinion. I think that they they have a chance. The seven the seven seed for the NFC East for the NFC is really they have a chance. Um, but I could either go Cowboys and Cardinals too. I just don't think that either of those teams are going to be as good as we think they're going to be. Okay. All right. So mine are mine is very simple. Rams. I got the Rams at one. I got the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks at two. I have the pa- uh, Packers, sorry, at three. Eagles at four. San Fran at five. Vikings at six, and the Cardinals at seven. That's my prediction. I like that. Like I said, um, honestly, I'd probably give the Cardinals a better shot at making that seventh seed over the Cowboys. If I was being honest with you. Yeah. No. So, yeah. For real. Yeah. Yeah. All right. AFC. AFC. All right. I got um, this is uh, this is a pretty easy one for me. I got the Bills at one. But honestly, one and two are pretty interchangeable. I think the Bills are at one, Chargers are at two, the Bengals sit pretty at three, uh, Colts are at four. Uh, I think that the and for the wild card spot, I think the Ravens will be the fifth one, the Raiders will be the sixth, and I think the Dolphins will be the seventh. I think that now I think that five, six, and seven will all have good records because the AFC is just built like that. I think they'll be very good teams, but. You know, it was really hard between the Dolphins and the Raiders to pick who's going to be the thing. I think that both the Dolphins and the Raiders could both end up with at least 10 wins, but I just don't know who I would pick. I'm still going to be very confident and say that the Raiders are going to be really good this season. So I'm going to be consistent with that, and I'm going to say that they're going to be at six. The Dolphins will be at seven, but I think the Dolphins will really earn that seventh spot clearly. And I think that every one of these teams, I think, will earn their spot to be in the playoffs. That's facts. And I think there's going to be there's going to be no pretenders here. No pretenders. The AFC is tough, so I went back and forth, and I'm still doing it. Uh, Bills are. I got the Bills at one. I think they're just the best team in the NFL right now. I have the Chiefs at two. I got the Bengals at three. Actually, no, I got the Bengals at two. Sorry, Bills at one, Bengals two, Chiefs at three, Colts at four, Chargers at five. Damn, this is hard. Chargers at five, Chiefs. Uh, sorry, Broncos at six, Dolphins at seven. Wow, you have the Broncos making it. Okay. I All got right. the Broncos making it. I think Russell West. I, I said Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Don't be skip. Nah. Oh, come uh, on. You know it's true. <laughs> I know it's true. Yeah. But what I do gotta say, I believe in Russell Wilson. I believe in that defense. I think that's an elite defense. And um. Uh, I just think they will. I think they'll get it together at the end of the season. I don't think the start of the season is going to be the best, but I think they will close the season strong. And then my Dolphins, if I don't believe in them now, I won't ever believe in them. So 
that's kind of my reason towards the Dolphins. And also, they are just a supremely talented team. And hopefully, Tua can deliver. Hopefully, this can work out. If Tua, if we don't make the playoffs this year, fuck the Dolphins. I'm picking a new team to love. No, you're not. In my head. In my yeah, head. My heart, my heart will... In my head, my heart will still be with the Dolphins. I'm from Florida, West Palm Beach. Shout out to West Palm Beach. But, uh, you know, two, if you don't, if you fail this year to make the playoffs, big fuck you. Oh, my God. Not, not, not personally, not personally, not personally. <laughs> you, but you, fuck, fuck you, your talent. Fuck your talent. Oh, okay. I thought you said you want to fuck them for a second. I'm a little bit sus there. <laughs> You said the you said the way more sus. Okay, okay. I said I said the team's gonna pound you. So that's a little worse, but no, you know. you went you you it it was at least like thirty forty seconds of sus wordplay you just had. For you know, I was really fumbling that section. Second, I'm not gonna lie, but um. Anyway, I think Our, the biggest what, what real quick before we kind of like wrap things up in terms of this, what do you think are your biggest like predi- like predictions? Like, what do you think are your, the things you're gonna go out of limb on? Because mine are. The biggest things that I'm trying to go out of limb on are that the Chiefs will not make the playoffs, which is I know a hard ask, and that the um, the Panthers will somehow make the playoffs. I think that's probably my biggest like the biggest like risk in my in my thing. All right, um, mine would be hmm, that's a good question. That's a good wow. You because you really. Yeah, I mean, I, that was the one I was just thinking of because I think those are my biggest, like, risk this season was probably not... The biggest one, obviously, is not putting the Chiefs in the playoffs. Like, you might say, oh, it's Patrick Mahomes and everything, and I, I, I think so, too. I think I think he should show you that he should be in the playoffs. I just think that this AFC is way too stacked to, like... It is know, way like, too stacked. To, like, pick... Because we have literally, like... there. There's the Bills, there's the Dolphins, there's the Chargers, there's the Raiders, the Chiefs, Broncos, Bengals, Ravens, possibly Steelers, Colts... And then the Titans will be like the 11th, really trying to fight their way in. And who, the knows, who knows if the Browns will try to like work out some with their good roster enough to like you know get into the thing. They're they're not as talented. But the Browns can make it. So if you add the Browns, that's it. I all the all the the all the good ones. I said that's 10 teams. The Browns and the Titans. That's 12. So that's a really stacked thing. And I'm really I'm trying to here sit here and tell you that the Chiefs will not make it. That's my prediction. You really have no faith in Patrick Mahomes, huh? You really just oh, I, really forget the best quarterback in the league. I love you Mahomes. You really want to forget? You, no, you don't, because clearly you forgot he is—he's been to at least an AFC championship I just, every year of his career. I said I literally said that he is a Hall of Famer in my mind. He's a Hall of Famer quarterback doesn't make the playoffs. He's already there. I, I, when did I say that? I said this isn't his fault. It's not his fault, but he's not like he's. I only. I the only reason they're going to be competitive is because of Mahomes. Let's just make that clear. The only reason they're going to be competitive in this division is because of Mahomes. It's not because of anybody else. All right. If anybody else is steering the ship, they've gone like they got like four wins against against any of these squads. Mahomes, Look, I love Tyreek Hill, but you are hating on Patrick Mahomes. My prediction I'm not, I'm is not hating. I'm really not. I'm, that's not really being a <laughs> hater. I'm just saying that this this AFC is fucking stacked, bro. I literally just listed all these teams. Bills, Dolphins, Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs, Broncos, Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, Colts, Titans, Browns. Possibly the Jags. And the Jags. You're just adding my point, bro. There's only seven spots. Someone's got to go. Someone's got to go. But it's not Patrick Mahomes. But you want to know my prediction for the NFL, uh, NFL season, my major prediction? What? What is it? 
you will be very sorry that you doubted Patrick Mahomes. Uh, okay. My name is <laughs> My name is Chanel Wilkins. Nick, say your name. My name is Nick Cavanzano. And thank you all for tuning in to the West Next Podcast Sports Edition. You can find this episode on Spotify. Not some shit. You can find the West <laughs> Next Podcast show on Spotify if you want to watch my if you want to watch the podcast on freelance. Or you can watch the Sports Edition podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can also watch it on RSS.com. You can also watch it on uh, Wisdom. And you can follow the West Next Podcast at underscore West Next Podcast underscore where we do a bunch of different content on there. It's the main source to find any updates, any information about the West Next Podcast. We are on the road to 1,000 followers. Make sure to share this episode with your friends. Make sure to download the episode. Make sure to tell people about it face-to-face. Make sure you get the word out there that the West Next Podcast Sports Edition is here and is here to stay. My name is Chanel Wilkins. That is Nick Provenzato. He is the hater. And in the meantime, peace. Bye, everyone.